Sorry, I'm trying to get it to look like yours. Oh, I did it. I didn't see the recording at the bottom. I fucked up. My bad. (laughs) Professional podcasting. That's how we started off. Good start to the year. the nearly coherent podcast i'm ed and joining me a man who is as beautiful as an apple silicon mac that is sitting in front of me right now that i just want to hold cuddle anyway it's my buddy jeff jeff sorry i went on a little bit of a tangent about how good this computer is i'm sorry hey that's all right i like what you compared me to you compared me to quite possibly one of your well not quite possibly you compared me to one of your favorite things i i really can't hate on that Mm-hmm. Basically, only the only thing that could be better than that for you is being compared to Sunshine, my dog. And I said one of, yeah. No, I knew yeah. it wasn't your favorite. But, you know, it's like Sunshine, then you, then all my Apple crap, uh, then a very tiny step down is like pizza, chicken parm. So it's not as big a drop there. Okay. Listen, I don't, would not expect anyone to be higher. Any one or thing, matter of fact. So I think you did it right. That's a good list. Thank you. I spent days thinking of it. So how are you doing, man? What's going on? Well, I guess we should address the elephant in the room. Well, there's a couple, so I'll let you pick as to which one is first. I'm all right. I actually left my house over the weekend. Yes. Yes. I figured we'd get to the big elephant first. Yeah, I think we should. Right at the gate. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I like how you made it about you right there. (laughs) By the way, I don't want that to go unnoticed. <laughs> Who else would it be about? So, well, wh- you, why did you leave your house? Oh, because Dave, our long-standing producer and absolute idiot, got married to Lisa, who is his now wife. It's his wife. And person who should have wisened up by now. People said that there's no way 21 could be worse than 20. We started off the year by Dave having a wife. Yeah. That is... That is an atrocious start. Yeah. That is like a football team fumbling the opening kickoff of the Super Bowl right there. Yeah. That's horrific. Even I know that's bad. So, yeah. So Dave got, I can't even, it's hard to even say it. Dave got married Mm -hmm. this past weekend. Yeah. So Ed was there in person. I was. I watched it on the live stream. I've had some stuff going on and I had COVID go through parts of my family. Thankfully, not myself or my kids here, but both of my parents had it and and it affected my father pretty badly. So I unfortunately was not able to attend in person, but I did watch on the live stream, which was a very, very cool idea. Yeah. It was a shame that it was Dave, but it still was still was a very cool idea. So yeah, Dave was the one who claims that he thought about it and implemented it. I'm going to say for the purpose of the podcast, Lisa did it because I refuse to give Dave credit for anything good. Yeah. He tried to pull that shit with me too when I said it was a really good idea and tell, he told me that it was his. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, it's very convenient that you waited for me to say how good of an idea it was before you told me. And then you took credit. It feels suspicious. 
So I'm going to go with no. There's no way in hell Dave came up with that. Yeah, no. There's no way. First of all, I got text messages during the day from you. And I will tell you, these text messages grew more and more and more incoherent, (laughs) if you will. They never got full. They were all they were nearly coherent. Yeah. Each one less and less close to coherent, though. But they never got fully. I should say in in fairness to you, they never got fully incoherent. And part of that is because I was wearing a mask a lot of the time, except for when I was shoving food in my gaping maw and therefore had to try to type in my passcode and I have an alphanumeric passcode. So I couldn't get into my phone a lot. So the more incoherent things that you would have gotten were blocked by my big dumb thumbs. Guy got saved. Got it. Yeah. So I, I should say Dave went all out on COVID safety. There was the one of the, Door, I was gonna say door prizes, but it, that's not right. One of the door gift <laughs> baggy things prizes. was this dope hand sanitizer. There's hand sanitizer stations everywhere. If you left your table, you had to have a mask. Everyone was masked. Everyone had to take a COVID test beforehand and bring the results with them. I put mine in a card. That's pretty funny. Was there dancing? There was a little bit of dancing, but okay. not much. Most of it was white person circle dancing. So, like, you know, everybody kind of, like, separated and just, like, far away and just dragging people into the middle of the circle. Like, it's step up to the streets. Like a hoedown-ish, almost. Very hoedown-ish. It was... I like that. Yeah, it was good. It was a good time. Um, But I I wanted to address one thing that David said to me, sent me a text message, like, a year ago that he said I could read. And I'd like to read it to you now, if I may, in regard to the wedding. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Dave wrote to me. Today, Lisa went shopping for a wedding dress. She purchased one. Yay. I can confirm she did. She was wearing one. You saw it. I saw it too. Confirmed. Yeah. Obviously, the deal is I'm not allowed to see it or know anything about it. And he spelled aloud wrong. Did he spell it aloud like when you read aloud? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sure did. He's such an idiot. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> But I'm obviously anxious, so I begged and begged, and eventually she gave in and showed me a picture of her in her least favorite wedding dress. She tried 10 on. I saw this picture, and for the first time, I realized how awful I'm going to look standing next to her in pictures. If a stranger looked at the picture, they would think, oh, beautiful bride and incredibly weird, creepy dude. I always knew when it came to looks, I kicked out my coverage. But after seeing that picture, I'm pretty sure we are not the same species. Well, Jeff... Having seen them together on their wedding day, and I don't say this lightly, Dave was right. <laughs> so, My so, goodness. Yes. So I, like I said, I watched the live stream of it and uh, and there was, you know, multiple times where I, I'm like, this is, this is. Not real. I mean, this is what is this like a and a really like elaborate make a wish? Like, what is like, how is this fucking possible? You know? Yeah. I will, I will say on the Dave scale, okay? Mm-hmm. On the Dave scale, he looked fantastic. Oh, yeah. He looked fantastic for Dave. Okay. Yeah. He was the army hammer of Dave's, but it was still a Dave. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. So I will give that up to him, though. You looked as best as you possibly could <laughs> on your wedding day. But on the other hand, Dave could have looked the way that he did that day. And Lisa could have come in in a trash bag looking like Pigpen from Peanuts cartoons. And she still would have made Dave look like three steps from the right on the evolution of man picture. This is true. She looked spectacular. Yeah. But, and I can't believe, I cannot believe that I'm about to do this. Uh-oh. I may even ask you to edit this out after, but I got to say it. Go ahead. For what he lacks in everything, literally everything. Looks, personality, <laughs> intelligence. Absolutely. What he lacks in all of those categories, except for luck, apparently, he definitely made up for in his in his vows. Yeah, those were good vows. He made up for it in his vows. I don't know who wrote those for him, but they were really good. Yeah, apparently he wrote them himself. I was yeah. a little upset because I said that you and I could have written his vows for him. Then they would have been really good. Yeah. Lisa did a nice job telling him what to say. Let's put it that way. Yes. Lisa wrote Dave's vows, and Dave's vows were... Just, I, I don't. I don't even know. Maybe it's because I think so little of him, and I expect such little out of him that this, like, maybe they were just mediocre. But on the Dave scale, it was like the "I have a dream" speech. But like his vows were so good, they were like the resolution in the third act of a really good rom com level of good. Yeah, you know what I. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I do. You know, I'm not talking about one of these Netflix made for holiday hunks of shit. I'm talking about like a real Hollywood movie rom-com. He was right. up there with that. I was impressed. Honestly, the fact, first of all, that he can read is very impressive. Yeah. Not a thing that I thought he had. Nope. And that he didn't start crying in the middle of it as, you know, the realization of just how lucky a sack of shit he is. Yeah, he really did. He made it through that whole thing. She was crying. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you if you're about to tie your life to Dave forever? Well, you know, so... Damn it. That's what I was thinking, too. I was I wanted to ask, like, I really want the chance to ask her if were you crying because like you you were looking at Dave and you're like, I mean, this is the best he's ever going to get. It's only it's just downhill from here with this fucking guy. <laughs> like, you know, as soon as I sign this paper, I have to bet 50 percent of my stuff that I'm never going to get tired of his stupid face. Ugh. Right. So I just. No, but it, it, he really did a good job. I, I was amazed at the vows and, and at the ceremony. I thought the ceremony was incredible. So as soon as the officiant started speaking yeah. and the first word out of his mouth was mowage. Yeah. Like my ears perked right up. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. I'm like, this is good. Because you know what? They both, we all know that Lisa has a great sense of humor. I mean, look at her choice in, in men, but <laughs> I know that they both have really good sense of humors, but mm -hmm. they did it where it was not like an, oh, it wasn't jokey, you know? Right. It was yeah. light. I mean, could, you know, could we have done better? Yes. Yeah, of course. But, yeah. you know, but this, I thought that the, the efficient was a great choice. I thought he was funny. He definitely, he really cared. He seems like he really cared about them. Which is a very, very big difference between how we would have done it and how this guy did it. Yeah, because we only would have cared about her. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and he, I definitely think he knows that. So, but I, he, he really, it was heartfelt. It was good. So, uh, speaking of us officiating the ceremony, I had a dream like 
the Wednesday before that I got there and they had both assumed that I was doing the officiating and I had nothing ready. And I still nailed it in my dream because, you know, let's be honest here. If, if somebody was going to have to wing a wedding ceremony, if it's not you, it's going to be me and we're, we're fine. Yeah, you could have you could have gone off. You could have gone off the dome for Dave's wedding. Yeah. You know them. You know, you know them well. You would have known exactly what to say. I, I have. Yeah. The utmost confidence that you would have done a great job. Part of me didn't want to ask before the ceremony started just to make sure that like. Because if it was going to happen, I wanted it to be organic. But I did ask them, and as you know, uh, there was somebody else doing it. I was kind of relieved, but also kind of disappointed that I didn't get to just go and just (laughs) wing a beautiful ceremony. (laughs) You showed up like, "Uh, am I supposed to be doing this today? I don't don't remember. Well, listen, maybe we can officiate their divorce. (laughs) It's... uh, when I listen to this back, I'm like, God, you are horrible. But it's just something about him just brings it out of me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Being mean to Dave is just about the nicest feeling you get. Dave, when you listen to this, take note of the fact that the two most memorable things I said about your wedding was officiating your divorce and asking if you were a make-a-wish kid. I'm going to point that out to you one more time in case so you don't have to rewind and go back. Like, what did Jeff say? <laughs> it's those two, buddy. But yeah, no, it was a great wedding. Good time. I'm glad Dave didn't completely botch it. Like, I was presuming he was going to do something like shit his pants in the middle of the ceremony or something. Yeah. And as far as we know, he didn't. He did a good job covering it up if he did. That's the best I, I, That's the best compliment I think I'm going to give him. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that you had a good time. I'm, I think I'm more glad that you had a good time than, than that, that either of them did. Nothing against Lisa, except that I disagree no. with every life choice she's made. <laughs> <laughs> so they're off on uh, they're off on their their honeymoon. They are. Yeah, that's great. Did they just go to another town in New Jersey? Yep, they went to the sack, which is what apparently they call Hackensack. <laughs> oh, shit, uh, honeymoon in Hackensack. It sounds like a, a National Lampoon's movie. For the record, we should write that movie. Yeah. Honeymoon in Hackensack. You know Netflix would pick that up in a heartbeat. They would. Have you seen some of the atrocities on there? I I watch most of the atrocities on there. Yeah, as I was driving back, I found out that they call Hackensack the sack and uncomfortable. Also uncomfortable, there's a street in, uh, I think it was Paramus or Patterson, I forget which one, uh, Squirrelwood Road. That's weird. That's a stupid name. Yeah. It's like, hey, why don't we have... Tree-dwelling rodent boner avenue. Just, yep. no. Don't do that That's stuff. a stupid name. Chipmunk hard on boulevard. <laughs> so, you were about to say, when we were talking about their, when we were talking about their honeymoon, you were about to say they, they're off to beautiful, and I cut you St. off. St. Lucia. With, oh, that's, yeah. I actually knew that. Now that you say it, I knew that that's where he was going. So, hopefully, I mean, you never know. Maybe she'll meet the man in her dreams when she's there. You never know. We'll see how it goes. It's going to be a reverse forgetting Sarah Marshall. There, what was that? I, I forget. There was another movie. I think it's with Ben Stiller where him and his wife go on the honeymoon and his wife ends up leaving him for the scuba instructor on their honeymoon. It might might have been like a long cane Polly or it was like one of those. It was one of those like Ben Stiller like throwaway nonsense movies that he made in a couple of years there. In between Zoolander and uh, Zoolander 2, I guess. I don't remember any of the movies that he's made. Oh, the Meet the Parents movies. 
Heartbreak Kid. That's it. There you go. Heartbreak Kid. I think you're you are like a rambling IMDb, and I love it. Yeah, I just had to talk it through. I had to get where I was going. So, can we change gears for a second? Do it. So the other elephant Mm. in the room, literally in the room that you're in, you mentioned you compared me to a device. At the, at the top of this episode. I did. It was not my greatest entry in the compliment to you. Hold on a second. I, for, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to hear negativity like that. I stumbled. I stumbled over a little bit of it, and I feel bad. I felt you, bad the entire time we've been talking. First of all, I don't want that negativity. You did a great job. Thank you. I loved it. But you brought something up, which was what? The new Apple Silicon MacBook Pro. And I'm assuming you brought that up because it's on your desk. It is sitting right in front of me. It is so beautiful. So we've talked about them at the release. We've, or at the, not the release, but you know what I mean. Yeah, we've talked about them when they were announced. Right. We've talked about them ad infinitum because this is what we do. We make jokes about Dave. We talk about Apple stuff. Yeah. Two simple guys are shitting on their friend Dave and talking about Apple stuff. That's That's really it. Yeah. One's the things, the other's the stuff. (laughs) Now you've got, now you've got it in hand. Have you put it through its paces at all? I got it at noon yesterday. Okay. So it's been a little bit more than like 36 hours. Okay. I may have done the math wrong on that, but let's just pretend it was. You're close. You're close. I will say, as you know, with Intel Macs, and I've had a ton of them, setting them up, basically you have to be plugged in the entire time because you're downloading shit all over the place you're setting up backups you're installing applications as a whole it's a pretty heavy process you know as it would be for any computer right i don't care what operating system you're running it's a it's a pain in the ass so i decided to set this up as a new computer because uh you know i like to live dangerously living on the edge it's how ed thomas does it so i, I finished up work at like 5 30 Went downstairs, hung out with the dog, continued to do stuff to get the computer set up. 10, 30, 11 o'clock rolls around. You'd figure if this was an Intel Mac, I would have had this thing yelling at me. Excuse me. The battery is now at negative. What the hell do you think you're doing? It would have it would have choked uh, like I did just there trying to describe something that choked. Uh, there you go. You picked it up. This computer, it started off at 100 percent at 530. I went to bed with it at 76%. Wow. Yeah. So in about – what, what time was that you said? That was about seven hours? Five, 5.30 to 11? Five and a half, five six and hours. Five and a half, yeah. six hours. You went less than a quarter of the way through the battery, and you were doing some pretty intensive work. Like this yeah. thing wasn't sitting there – this wasn't sitting there hibernating. This was processing. This thing was going. It wasn't like I was just sitting there going on – Safari and, you know, just sitting there clicking a refresh on Facebook all day. I was downloading 200 gigs of stuff from iCloud and Dropbox and OneDrive because I have all of them because I'm a psychopath. You know, setting up my backup to Backblaze, which is another network backup. Setting up my time machine to a time capsule, which is another network-based backup. So it was doing a lot of stuff. And it didn't drain the battery quickly. It didn't get hot I have not heard the fans kick in on this at all. And you and I have now been talking for a half hour in Google Chrome. And nothing. And nothing. Nothing. The thing, the bottom of it, it's, I'm just feeling a little bit of like room temperature at this point. Meanwhile, the fans on my laptop have not turned off. Yeah. At all. Mm -hmm. I'm connected to the 
LG 5K monitor. If I connected my 13-inch Intel computer to this, instantly fans are on and it kind of chokes up a little bit. This has been absolutely smooth the entire day. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. And part that really warms my heart. As you know, from 2015 to 2019, all of the MacBook Pros had a keyboard that would be generously described as a dumpster fire <laughs> or a Dave. Matter of fact, they were described as the Dave of keyboards. Go back to the archives. You'll see. You will. I. This has the basically they went back to the pre-2015 keyboard and I'm no I'm not using an external keyboard anymore. I'm just typing on this thing with the screen right in front of me and then the bigger screen behind me. And it's opened up so much room on my desk that it's ridiculous. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So any negatives? Um, I wish they made a 16-inch version. Okay. Just because I would love to see what I could do with that thing. And I'll I'll let you know how it handles editing podcast episodes because you know I'm opening up Logic Pro like 20 minutes after this is done. I'm going to start doing stuff. Messing around. There you go. Yeah. Did it come with Logic Pro? No. Or you have it? I bought it. There you go. You know me. If there's a reason to buy a thing, I'm like, yes, here's a credit card. Make that happen. I'll be honest with you. I, I think you're playing it kind of fast and loose with the word reason. I don't even think you yeah. <laughs> I don't even think you really need a reason. A little uh, nearly coherent behind the scenes. Before we started recording tonight, I was talking about how my headphones are falling apart. Mm-hmm. And I have I have the Bose Quiet Comfort. I used to use them for travel before I got the AirPod Pros. And before the world shut down. And yes, and before I stopped traveling. And I also have the Beats I have the Beats Studios, which are horrifically uncomfortable. And all I can do is hear the gears turning in my head about getting the AirPod Maxes. As I'm saying that, I look at my monitor and Ed's eyes are about as wide as someone who's at like the peak of their mushroom trip. Like it's just because I can tell he's thinking all I need is for Jeff to get these so that I can go and get these also. And that's why I say to you, reason is a funny word. <laughs> just like when Radio Shack said, you have questions, we've got answers. And I don't know, is legally an answer <laughs> a thing existing is a reason. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> They never said, you've got questions, we've got answers that would be helpful. Right. Or answers that you would like. We have answers. We have the right answers. Shut your stupid pie hole and get out of my store is an answer. It is. Yeah. All right, so here's the question. Do the Air, do the uh, AirPod Maxes have a headphone jack? Can they be plugged into something? Or are they only Bluetooth? You have to buy an adapter to go from Lightning to 3.5. Oh, they do? Okay, so they have a Lightning connector. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's how they charge, too. You know what? That's my one complaint about Max and has always been my complaint about Max completely going back to a previous topic. But nobody said this was going to be well thought out. Why the hell is the headphone jack on the right hand side when on most headphones the cable comes out of the left side? Oh, yeah. So it's cross. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Very weird. Why'd they do that? I don't know. Because they don't want you to use the headphone jack. Yeah, but this is even before Bluetooth. Doesn't matter. They've been plotting this. Steve Jobs was just sitting there. Looking like Skeletor sitting on the top of Steak Mountain. I feel like the guy that created the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack must have wronged Steve Jobs at some point, And he was like, I'm going to destroy this man. I'm going to destroy this man's legacy. 
You're going to be the HD DVD or whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> what was that thing called? That was HD DVD, yeah. It was HD DVD. You're going to be the yeah. HD DVD of, of Jax, my friend. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Just think about that. Imagine if the whole reason why iPhones and all of this exist was some elaborate plot to get back at the 3.5 millimeter jack guy. Well, it's not necessarily against the 3.5 millimeter jack guy, but you do know that the entire reason the iPhone was pushed ahead was because of Motorola doing a terrible job with the rocker, right? Uh, no, I didn't know that. Okay, so I think it was 2004, 2005. Uh, Motorola released the rocker, which was a phone like a candy bar phone that synced with iTunes. You could sync, I think, 100 to 150 songs to your phone. So you had iTunes on your phone. The software sucked. It was slow. It was buggy. Steve Jobs got furious and said, screw these people. We're building a phone now. They were initially building the iPad and then said, nope, shrink that little sack of crap into this little brick. We're going to show them how phones are done. Really? Yep. All because of a crappy... Motorola. Uh-huh. Yeah. God, imagine what we would have had of if they came out with the Juke. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that phone? God, that phone was terrible. <laughs> I do. You know what? I was thinking about something. Have you heard? I meant to ask you last time I spoke to you. Have you heard anything about uh, Apple Glass? Uh, glasses? Yeah. I have, the latest thing that I read was that they're going to be expensive as all hell and nobody's going to buy them. Well, let's... Let's not say nobody. To which I say, all contraire, my friend. I am right here. Yeah. I do know that they just moved some, one of the executives. I don't remember their name. One of the executives that was in charge of hardware design to a new project and moved their second in command up. And the second in command was the guy who did the announcement of the M1 Max. So okay. you know, it's not somebody who's some fly-by-night nobody's heard of them before sure but this other person has moved to a new project and the thought is either that it was to project titan which is their car or the glasses and i'm leaning more towards the glasses because that's going to be a closer thing i want that car that's gonna be a tough sell okay so did you hear that hyundai basically leaked that apple was talking to them about working with them on the car uh yeah yeah. are you really willing to buy a five hundred thousand dollar hyundai that is that's very True, I am not. It doesn't make... Yeah. I just want them to, like, go with Subaru so that I can go get all of my favorite brands in one thing. Instead of using gas, you charge it with a lightning cable. It's fine. Whatever. I can tell you this with absolute certainty. I will not buy the Apple car if it's $500,000. There's no way. No, neither will I. I mean... That is where... I draw, <laughs> that is where I draw the line. Let me make one thing abundantly clear to everyone who listens to this episode. I will not buy a $500,000 Apple car primarily because no bank would give me a loan for $500,000 for a car. Right. That is way over the limit of my Apple card. That's really the limiting factor? Yeah. Not necessarily a lack of desire. Just so that we're all together on this one. Oh yeah i want it i want the car make no mistake about it i just will not buy it even i guess apparently i have my limits you know they're gonna announce it for like four hundred fifty thousand, and both are gonna be like well it's not 500 let's do it you know if i won like the powerball or the mega millions i buy it no questions asked mm -hmm. i don't even think about it i just walk in there i'm like just give me that give me that car that i probably don't fit in 
that only comes in midnight green. Yeah, that, that's the only way to get me to buy an ugly-ass green car, I guess. Oh, so what else you got? You know, between Dave's wedding and new computers, I got not a damn thing. That's the, that's all of my life in a nutshell. That is. That's a, that's a nice full life, though, bud. It is. A lot going on. So many things. All right, man. I will uh, talk to you, unless if something goes terribly wrong, next week. I cannot wait. I miss you already. I miss you. See ya. I still cannot believe somebody married Dave. Yeah, I definitely thought Dave was dying alone. That's for sure. I I presume we'd both die alone because we're just, you know, it's how life is. Die alone together. Yeah, exactly. There was one year on Valentine's Day when we were both single where we went and got milkshakes at a diner. And he got both a vanilla and a chocolate milkshake. And he's lactose intolerant. And he got in my car and destroyed that car. I couldn't drive it anymore. (laughs) Corroded from the farts. It's amazing. Nobody gives a shit about Dave's image whatsoever. Just absolutely destroyed him. This is his wedding episode. First of all, he's not even on it. Second of all, he has gotten dismantled this episode. Oh, man. Gotta start off the new year with a bang, man. Oh, fuck him. I'm just pointing it out.